stuck in our homes But you're not alone Our seven feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out Christmas week. I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? We're in the home stretch now. Yeah, we're 72 hours away. I know. So we are two <laughs> days, two hours, 51 minutes, and 48 seconds to be exact until Santa comes. If you say so. I'm I, not trying to quite that closely. Because the magical snowman tells me so. I know. I know you have him. So he makes me happy. So, yeah, it's good. So what are you up to? How are you? I'm fine. Just, uh, you know, pushing through the week here at work. Um, I have to say I'm already, I think I'm in full Christmas mode since like midday yesterday. Okay. Um, the So two things, two, two things to discuss with all of our listeners. The first is I went and got my eyes checked yesterday in the okay. uh, early afternoon. And, you know, just a normal exam. And I, I've never had an eye exam before. So it was kind of interesting from that perspective. Really? Yeah, no, never. And because uh, I've never had eye problems. And okay. now at night, you know, like when I yeah. read my phone, it's a little fuzzy and just, you know, I was like, probably time to get them checked. So they said, uh, yeah, well, while you're here, we're going to uh, dilate your pupils. Is that a problem? Mm -hmm. I was like, eh, unless you tell me I can't drive home with it. They're like, no, it's fine. It's like, okay. So they dilated my pupils and then like they gave me the cheap, you know, paper sunglasses that you yep. can wear that make you look vaguely psychotic and mm -hmm. that don't work very well. No, they don't. And it's really hard to drive home at about three in the afternoon with the sun shining sideways yeah. into your window and white snow everywhere <sighs> still on the ground. Yes. With fully dilated pupils. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like wide open, like. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was a trip. It was a trip. It took me a little while to get home. I took it real easy. Good. Um, so but how, that, how, how was the exam? The exam was fine. Um, I have the prescription right over here for my new, my new reading glasses, basically. So, uh, let's see. My left eye is uh, slightly less effective than my right eye. Um, and uh, I have a bunch of numbers here that, you know, I looked up yesterday, so I knew what they meant yesterday. But essentially what it says is I'm a little bit nearsighted because I'm What's old. your ad? What, what did they, what strength did they give you? Hang on. <laughs> I am two. Okay. Okay. How, you tell me how that how how is that good? That's pretty average for fifties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you no go. Glaucoma. No glaucoma. Um, Cataract he yet? Say, he said he could start to see like the earliest earliest hints of cataracts. He said you won't need to be in here for that till ten to fifteen years from now, if then. And he said you're gonna basically come in when you're sick of not being able to see as clearly as you want to be able to see yeah okay 
So I then went to Warby Parker and ordered the glasses online. Nice. So that was very easy and simple. Okay. So that's that's the first thing. Okay. The second thing is uh, we've made the decision that for Christmas Day, rather than have a big Christmas dinner, we're going to have a Christmas brunch. Oh, but the fun. Christmas, but the Christmas brunch is evolving into basically whatever food anyone thinks of. And okay. you know me, I'm stocking up on all the ingredients because I'm going to make all of this because I actually want to do And you have a waffle it. maker now, and that goes great with brunch. I do have a waffle maker. I haven't even thought of that. Yes. Which means I probably should double check real quickly the recipe you've sent me to make sure that um, I have all the ingredients for that. In any event, um, among the things I now have to learn how to make between now and Thursday are lasagna, because that's what Caroline wants for brunch. She wants lasagna. And then for um, brunch. For brunch, yes, my okay. daughter. And um, I am making, and then I'm going to make like egg sandwiches on homemade bread. So nice. I'm making homemade bread, which I've never done before. Oh, I, what kind of bread? White, just white bread? Yes. I will send you the best recipe. Okay. For Amish white bread is so good. It's the one we make all the time. I make it okay. probably two or three times a week. Really? Yes. I hear it's all there's, in the yeast and, and, and flour mixture. You've got to get it right. There's nothing that smells better than homemade bread. I know that. I do yes. know that. Yes. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to having very thick slices of bread with yep. eggs on top. Very nice. Um, have I been asked to make anything else? It was the eggs. It was the bread. Are you going to make the bread the night before? I'm going to make the bread actually, I'm going to take a first shot at it um, probably Christmas Eve. Um, okay. I might even do it tomorrow and just do, I've got enough ingredients for two loaves. So I was thinking of taking the shot maybe tomorrow, starting one tomorrow, just because if I screw it up, maybe I'll learn something. You won't screw it up. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'll send you my recipe. You won't screw it up. You don't have to use my recipe, but I will send it to you. Yeah, and I'll let you, I'll show you the recipe that I found online. Okay. You can compare recipes. Mine, so mine I, is considerably, Timmy makes my bread. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm all fired up to cook. That'll be So, no, there's going to be no McGill oh, dinner. I've got to make homemade stuffing too again. Caroline also wanted stuffing for brunch. So lasagna, stuffing, lasagna and stuffing, and egg sandwiches. Yeah. No bacon. So far. Yeah, I've got bacon. Ba okay. Bacon's happening too. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Fun. It's a bit of a potpourri. Let's call it. You know what? It's a new holiday. You might as well just do what you want. This is COVID brunch. Exactly. A Actually, normal brunch would just be, you know, Bloody Marys and all the normal right. stuff. But this is COVID brunch, so we have lasagna. Exactly. It works. And you can use you can use the bread that you make, your trial bread, and make a homemade um, garlic cheese bread for her lasagna. Mm, interesting. See, the plot thickens a little bit. <laughs> interesting. Your mind's always spinning there, Miss Chenoweth. There it is. We actually received some questions on what you were doing for Christmas dinner if you were cooking. So yeah, I'm not going to make a big I'm not going to make a big Christmas dinner, but I think I'm going to have a lot of leftover lasagna. You're, you're going to be in the kitchen a lot if this is what you're doing. 
Yes. Oh, I'll spend most of the day in the kitchen. That's fun, though. But yeah, because well, I'm I'm off Christmas Eve, so Christmas Eve I'm going to do some of the prep. I might even make the lasagna Christmas Eve. I would. It, it it's Christmas better day. if you make it the night before, let it set, and then bake it the next day. Yeah. So I've told Caroline that I would make it, but on the condition that she has to uh, participate with me. Oh, making lasagna is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cat's a pain in the ass. He looks like my cat. I have a cat that that's, looks just like him. That's Charlie. Oh. I, I'm our, in Charlie's chair right now. Our Charlie is called Pumpkin. Okay. The primary difference between them is um, I know that Charlie, from looking at him, is not a small cat. No, he's not. Pumpkin, Pumpkin is about one, one and a half times the size of that. <laughs> okay. We have Chubby Nugget, too, but he only has three legs, so he doesn't jump as high as Charlie does. Makes sense. Yes. But yes. What are you doing? What have you been up to? Oh, what have I been up to? Um, Santa Claus came by today on the fire truck. Oh. So awesome. that was very exciting. And I made four different types of cookies on Sunday. And um, my neighbor who used to live across the street, Mr. Bill, was, yes. had a really, really close relationship with him. Love him to death. He moved to Florida. He surprised us. So he stopped by. Oh, he's back in town. He was. Uh, he came up for his daughter's wedding. So oh, it was. Nice. It was very, very nice to see him, but a little odd because he, you know, he's a an old kind of curmudgeony COVID like not not denier, but it's all a bunch of crap. I'm fine, and like I wouldn't hug him. I wouldn't let the kids hug him. And it's like no, you know really happy to see you wish i could give you a hug it's not gonna happen so that right. was a little bit awkward it's really hard when it's somebody you haven't seen and you really want a hug and it's like yeah yeah can't do that that's a drag well, it was great for him to come by though it was great to see him yes so that made me very very happy so and we put together cookie boxes for the neighbor and what else did we do um just getting ready for santa Yesterday, so typically Scott takes, I have to make sure the kids, yeah, Scott takes the kids typically to the movies close to Christmas so that I can go into full elf mode and wrap. Obviously, didn't work this year with COVID. So yesterday, he piled the kids in the car and they went on a tour of French fries. The first annual tour of French fries. So they hit like every restaurant that sells fries in a 10 mile radius to see which one had the best fries. So they came back two and a half hours, very sick and very full, but all of the presents were finally wrapped. What's the uh, what's the answer on the best French fries in the greater Gainesville area? Um, so uh, Scott and Robbie liked five guys. Okay. And Timmy's, Timmy likes ones that are called Fosters, which are, they're very, very similar. They're just a different fry on them. Okay. So. But well, that's they, important work that they did. They also stopped at Taco Bell because they had to break up like the French fry flavor with some tacos. So a, a palate cleanser, if you will. Yes, exactly, exactly. So they 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 didn't bring me anything, so I didn't have dinner until I made something myself. But they were full and had a very very good time. That seems quite typical. That you know, <laughs> you sit and work back at home really hard. They go out and do nothing but get food. 
and bring nothing home. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Way to nail it, boys. Exactly. <laughs> Should be unwrapping Keep all those presents. Keep the tradition alive. Yes. <laughs> taking those presents and sending them back. <laughs> um. So that's it. We're getting ready for, you know, I think it's just going to be us for Christmas. So I'm trying to kind of keep it subdued in my own head, but I'm still going to make a big dinner because that's what I do. Oh, it'll be fun. Christmas is going to yeah. be great without the stress of, you know, family's great, but yeah. there is stress that comes with it. There is. And you'll have a completely stress-free Christmas. So typically we go to IHOP for breakfast on Christmas and we always go in our pajamas and it's, but obviously, so this year they do IHOP to go. So I think Scott. I was going to ask if you're going to pick it up or DoorDash it. Yeah, I I don't know if they DoorDash on Christmas, do they? Uh, if there are drivers, yeah. It's just the question is, is anyone out there DoorDashing on Christmas? What if there aren't drivers? Does the app tell you that? If there were no drivers, the app would say we there are no drivers available. Because there have been times actually where I've had. No drivers available because it's, it's super busy, actually, and so they, they don't have drivers. But the app will okay. tell you if there's no one there. Okay. So maybe we'll DoorDash it if they're open. But, yeah. So that's it. Just trudging through the week, getting ready to go. How's your Grinch um, deposition going? Oh, that's tomorrow. It's a big day tomorrow. Yep. Uh, oh, it's have tomorrow? The, yeah, tomorrow is the, is the uh, oral arguments in the case of um you know the grinch versus uh, the, the grinch versus the grinch misunderstood grinch versus uh evil horrible thing grinch um okay i you know my my opponent in this debate has um is expressing i think trying to get into my head by expressing what he believes is a um uh, loctite argument that um, I am wrong. Uh, okay. He's not being specific at all. He's just saying that he really feels badly for me that I'm going to have to be embarrassed as, as much as I'm going to be embarrassed tomorrow, that um, he doesn't want to humiliate me too much in front of um, all of our peers at work. Um, the only thing that makes me nervous about this is he's an extremely smart guy. I mean, okay. extremely smart. Um, he, he was an active, he was a big debater in high school. So he knows how to construct arguments. Um, but that being said, I, I, I feel like he's a bit overconfident. And You're sure that he's going off of the original cartoon Grinch and not well, the so live I action? Did, I did speak to him and, and he took the position that um, he did take the position that the entire Grinch canon is in play. See, and he's said, going after the middle Grinch. You've got to be but, prepared for that one because but, he was... He was put up there because he was bullied. Right. So maybe he'll make that argument. I really don't know that he's seen that movie. But even if you do, does that mean that the Grinch is misunderstood? First of all, so uh, let me let me lay out for he our was, audience. He was in that, that in that movie, though. He was. That's what I'm saying. I, no, he As was if bullied. He's if he's taking if he's taking the position that any of the Grinches will hold for all of the Grinches. The Grinch in that movie was bullied and right. and made fun of and teased. And I mean, there's the whole scene where he tried to shave himself to fit in and everybody laughed at him and he was an orphan. And I have a very simple counter argument to this, which is you can argue that if you want, 
But the story of the Grinch is not that movie. That in fact, Dr. Seuss died nine years before that movie was released. Okay. And so in my view, you have to look at the original text of the original document, which is on my second monitor right here in front of me. I'm sure it is. And if you look at that, the only thing, you don't know what the Grinch's motives are. Like you don't know why the Grinch is the way he is, but you sure His know. His shoes were too tight. No, that's, it's that, that is a hypothetical. So okay. <laughs> Dr. Seuss, uh, trust me, I've been thinking about this. Part. I know, all right. So the author of the Grinch says, nobody's quite sure why it might be x it might be y i personally think that it's because his heart was two sizes too small right but that's all just supposition we don't really know maybe he was bullied as a child maybe he you know was given the wrong medicine and it screwed up his brain chemistry but the only thing we definitively i mean it's got to be hard being the only green being in a town full of who's so, but see, you are now going down a road that sounds like the apologist's road for the Grinch. And, you know, we don't sit here and we don't commonly ask questions, Peggy, like, was John Wayne Gacy misunderstood? Was David Hinckley misunderstood? These are people who had screwed up lives and they were probably abused and beaten as children or whatever horrible things happened, but we don't excuse the behavior. They are still terrible human beings. They are murderers right so yeah but you're not looking to excuse the Grinch's behavior but this purpose of this debate is to explain the behavior no the purpose so, of the debate is to ascertain whether the Grinch is misunderstood one and whether the who's are lemmings two those are the two okay. arguments okay and I don't think based upon the text of the Grinch Bible that you can say that the Grinch is misunderstood. Bible? yeah the Grinch Bible it's the book of the Grinch Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I, tell, I me how tell me from I, the book. I Go would ahead. just caution you that if he has already said that the entire franchise is in play, then yeah. I think you have a insight into what direction he is going. I agree with that. I agree. I, that's See? the only argument he can make. But I don't think that that means that the Grinch is misunderstood. Do you think okay. that that movie means that the Grinch is misunderstood, generally speaking? In the second movie, absolutely. That was the whole premise of the second movie. Was he was an orphan. He was made fun of because he was different. None of the kids liked him. The mayor of Whoville taunted him, and he liked a girl, and she didn't. She liked him at first, but then the mayor of Whoville made fun of the Grinch, and it made him cry. And then she started laughing at him, and that's when he decided to live in the trash heap. Mm -hmm. So yes, the premise of the second movie, he was bullied by the Who's, and that's why. He, in the second movie, he really didn't hate Christmas as much as he hated the Who's, and Christmas was a reflection of the Who's. But that's not what the book is about at all. I understand that, but you asked if the second movie—that is the premise of the second no, movie. No, I get it. But so I think if you admit all of the entire Grinch franchise into the debate, then you have to be prepared for that. I, yes, and I think my counter argument simply has to be that if you if you expose yourself to the entire Grinch canon of, of works, that you have basically opened the universe to any possible hypothetical explanation of the Grinch. I could I could make a home movie that shows 
20 other things happening to the Grinch, and that should be equally as valid as the book. And I don't think that's a, I, I'm going to take the position that when you look at the story of the Grinch and try to understand if he's misunderstood and if the Hoosier Lemmings are not, that you have to go back to the original text. I would, I would stick with that. I don't, I don't think you're, I could make a home movie argument holds. I would go back to, you have to stick with the original text. Okay. Then that'll be my <laughs> argument. Thank you for helping me uh, wood shop my, uh, my, my legal uh, briefs. Well, you know, we're going to have to reconvene tomorrow because we're going to have to find out how it went. It's going to be a big day. It's going to be a I big know. day. I'm looking and, forward um, to it. What time is it at? That's at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. I need to tighten my stuff up a little bit. It's clear to me from having spoken to you that I am, I'm not yet prepared for this. Have you watched the second movie? Oh, a hundred times when the kids were young. Okay. I've seen Jim Carrey's Grinch more times than I. I don't like that version. I like the the. It, um, it's terrible. The last one that just came out, I really like. Obviously, yeah, that's got, one that Timmy really likes. Roger Ebert gave the uh, Jim Carrey Grinch movie two stars and said it was one of the most depressing, kind of miserable movies, and he couldn't imagine why any kid would want to see it. And um, the new one, I saw a review of uh, from Rolling Stone saying, uh, Dr. Seuss died in 1991, sparing him having to endure the alleged improvements to his classic. Still, there's no denying that The Grinch, the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch animated Grinch, offers a solid service to anyone with kids in need of a nap under a blanket of bland. Oh, I think it's delightful. But I like the Wiggles, too. I just don't think that the backstory of the Grinch is interesting. I think what's interesting and brilliant about the original story is he's just terrible. He's yeah. just a terrible creature who is transformed through understanding in a moment of clarity that, in fact, Christmas is not about the presents and the gifts and, and the food. It's about the community. Right. No, I get that. In in the the contemporary one, it the Who's are definitely far more into the materialistic materialistic parts of Christmas yeah. with the decorations and and I think I like the Grinch's personality in that one. I think he's a hoot. Okay, well you're in on Jim Carrey then. No, 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 not Jim uh, Carrey. The third one. I I do not like the Jim Carrey one at all. No, I like I never, the the one that I never, just. I I don't yeah. know who put it out I, I I'm thinking DreamWorks but I know it's not DreamWorks so no I know which one you're talking about it's, who did it's the, the animated the one from 2018 yeah, yeah yeah it's the one that I have to watch you know three times a week between that and Polar Express we, we alternate okay some days I'm lucky and I get to do both wow imagine that yeah at least it's not Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium never saw it that movie is oof that's rugged. <laughs> that's that's some rugged kid stuff right there. All right. Well, good talking to you. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. If if I don't tighten up my arguments, I'm going to need it. You're going to do great. Just be prepared to. Sh I would strongly shut down the opportunity to increase the Grinch franchise beyond the book. I'm going to. I have a whole line of argument that I'm going to make, which is it's going to be hard to explain and probably. Very few people that I'm speaking to tomorrow will understand it, but the one who will and will appreciate it will be my opponent. 
Okay. Because I'm going to go, I'm going to make basically a straight legal argument that he will find funny because it will actually align with his political views. And he will cool. know that I'm intentionally playing to his, uh, his Achilles heel. Awesome. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. Take care. We're stuck in our homes, but you're not alone. Prosthetic feet and knees. We'll shoot the breeze. COVID 19 has you down. Down. So stay.